The Extra Mile Podcast. Welcome to the Extra Mile Podcast. In this podcast, we follow the progress of fellow runners across the globe as they train for 5Ks, 10Ks, half or full marathons. Visit our website at www.theextramilepodcast.com and send us your email or audio files at theextramilepodcast at gmail.com. Well, hello, and welcome to episode 212 of the Extra Mile Podcast. How's everyone doing? This is Kevin, and I'm out for a nice coffee walk this morning. And this morning, it is uh, Black Rifle Coffee. I've gotten in this habit of, I love coffee. I know some of you do too, if, I, if the, uh, some of my Facebook posts that I look at are, are anywhere correct. Some of you post some pretty funny coffee memes on there, and... Um, I am a coffee lover, and I've been in this habit of looking around, mo- mostly on Facebook. It, it they will, as as Facebook wants to do, it knows what I what I want and need before I do. But different coffees will pop up in my feed, and I and I check them out, and I do buy some. I've probably bought oh over the last few years probably eight or nine different blends from different companies. I like to do that, and all of them have been good. But for some reason, I keep coming back to my old mainstay. And it is a coffee that was recommended to me, geez, probably 12 or 13 years ago by our friend Jeff Galloway. And it is uh, Pete's. P-E-E-T-S, I believe it's spelled. You would think after 12 years, I'd be for sure how to spell it. But it's Pete's and it is um, Major Dickinson's Blend. I have not found a coffee that I like better than that, so I try other things, but I keep coming back to Pete's. Anyway, I'm out for a coffee walk, and um, I think that I've cut my thread, so let me get back. Um, It's a cold morning this morning. It's in the high 30s. We've had mid-70s just a couple days ago. High 70s, actually. And uh, I just wish that Mother Nature would make up her mind and here's my disclaimer that that's the only weather report that you will get in this episode there are better and far more full weather reports on other podcasts I was just thinking so this is our annual or maybe I should call it now our semi-annual FOMO episode most of the submissions in this episode will surround the recent Jeff Galloway 13.1 race weekend 
that was just a couple of weeks ago. Now, if you were there, you will probably learn nothing. Again, you were there. If you were not there, then we certainly hope that you will hear how much fun we all had and that this one still perhaps some panic, alarm, dread, maybe some terror, horror, dismay, and of course, a fear of missing out. Or maybe just a touch of jealousy. So many submissions from extra milers about this recent JG half marathon. Most of them with a common theme of community and maybe attending a race where the race itself was not the best part of the trip. So, check out these great JG updates. We have some other race updates. We have some injury updates. Most of them, I think all of them actually, all very good news. An update from a newbie and even a 15 year PR update from an extra mile guinea pig. So let's get to the good stuff and uh, stick around. I got some things to chat about at the end. Y'all enjoy your extra mile. Hello all you extra milers. This is Caroline Heller from Atlanta with a long, long overdue training and race report. Um, so the last year I've been injury free, which has been fantastic. Yippee. Uh, some highlights, January, going back a year, I did the Disney marathon, which was my second marathon. Um, I felt fine going into it. I trained fully, uh, but I don't think I fueled properly and I fell apart around mile 16, had to walk a lot extra Ended up, you know, run walking it in, but it was not pretty. <laughs> that was on a Sunday, and that Tuesday morning, I felt awful, and turned out I tested positive for COVID. Now, I didn't have any symptoms on that Sunday, but I don't know if that impacted anything. Luckily, I only had a few days of congestion and fatigue and was able to ease back into running by Saturday which is a good thing because uh, February, I had the Donna Marathon, February 2022. It was supposed to be my redemption run. Um, and it was sort of. I ran with the awesome five and a half hour pacers, but cold and rain and winds were a big factor. Around mile 15, my IT band started hurting in my left leg, knee, um, and so it was a little painful. Um, I kept up with the group. We sort of fell behind a little bit on time. And she asked us if we should pick it up. And we were all like, no. <laughs> it was a little, a little miserable weather. We came in at five hours and 36 minutes, which I was happy with. But man, that IT band, whoo, that really hurt. Um, that got better within a few days. So, And I haven't had any trouble with it since. Uh, so that was good. Then fast forward to this past fall, had bird in hand. That race is simply amazing. Um, lots of people talked about it, so I won't go into it. But I only add to say that um, 
I started the race by myself running some intervals and then I kept kind of leapfrogging back and forth with Anthony McCann. And so he looked at me at one point and said, what intervals are you doing? And I told him and he's like, okay. And he turned off his intervals and we ran together the rest of the way. And I tell you, that is one of those things about races where we get together like this that's just incredible. We talked and had just such a good time. I, I, I just loved every minute of it. So that was so much fun. Another shout out to Nate for coordinating the uh, meetup meals, which were fun and um, a great chance to really catch up with folks. Um, Fast forward to this January, I was registered for the Disney 5K and the half marathon because after last year's experiences with marathons, I was like, no, thank you. Um, But of course, immediately the races sell out and I had FOMO and then people started talking about it and I couldn't take it. So I ended up getting a charity bib for the Goofy, which is the half marathon on Saturday and the full marathon on Sunday. And I still had the 5K bib. Um, and I was a little late to the game, so I had to catch up on my training um, with the back-to-back days and the distance for the marathon by adding a whole bunch of walking, bookending my runs. Um, Coach Twiggs helped me through that, and I caught up. Um, then Coach Twiggs breaks the news to me that the faster I run at Disney, the more it will impact um, my Donna race, because I was doing that again this year. So after some unsuccessful negotiations on my part, Coach Twiggs was right. (laughs) Um, But uh, it really turned into that weekend being super fun and chill. When I knew I was running at long run pace, um, I actually did a little bit faster than that in the marathon. Um, I was able to walk with Bob Reichley at the beginning of the marathon for a few miles and then just kind of take it easy and enjoy all the sights. I didn't wear headphones for either the half or the full marathon and just really enjoyed myself. And it was an incredible weekend. Um, and thank you to Roxanne and Carl. They're now my extended family. They hosted me for marathon you can't even call it weekend because I was there for a while. <laughs> Thank you again. Um, anyway, so that was so much fun. And, but um, I had a repeat of the year before. I got home and by about Wednesday, I was not feeling well and tested positive for COVID again. <laughs> this time it took me out for almost two weeks. It was much worse than the first time. Nothing serious, but I was incredibly drained, had bouts of um, uh, vertigo, and it was just, and I thought the Donna Marathon was not going to happen. And then I just woke up, I think it was two weeks to the day, perfectly fine one day. I just felt 100%. So I kept up my training. I don't, I'm trying to remember. I don't, I don't think I ran for at least a week, if not two. And I picked it back up. And um, so for Donna, I was trying for a pretty big PR considering um, that, you know, my last marathons had been at either long run pace or had been kind of wonky in 2022. So luckily, my friend Adam from Customized ended up coming to the race to help uh, Dean Gerber at the beginning and then to pace me for the second half. 
He was absolutely amazing. He kept me in check and kept me motivated um, and got me to a five-hour and 14-minute marathon, which was a 22-minute PR. Woohoo! So much fun. And next up is the JG weekend. So I cannot wait to see so many of you there to get together and reconnect and, and um, have a whole ton of fun. Uh, until we meet again. Bye. This is Caroline Heller from Atlanta. Well, hello, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is Just Plain Dave from the capital city of Providence, Rhode Island, calling in with a race report. I had the most glorious weekend at the JG 13.1 in Atlanta. And it reminded me of a story. And I know, as Chris Russell would say, I like stories. So I'm going to tell you this story. So a very young, just plain Dave. Actually, for those of you who have met me in person, you know I'm not especially tall. Um, seeing a photo of me next to the Grandmaster himself, Jeff Galloway, and Nate makes me like, wow, I'm s- smaller than an Olympic athlete. That's not so good. So I am about five foot six, and I'm currently rounding up at this point. I used to be 5.6, but you know, people don't get taller when they get old. Anyway. I'm not especially tall. The reason I mention that is that back in the day when I was a kid, the Boston Celtics were my team. I loved basketball. Basketball was my sport. I would go out and shoot free throws in the snow and ice all winter long. I was a very good free throw shooting. I was not a bad point guard, but I was always small. Always the smallest guy on my team. But you know what that meant? That meant I had to work harder to try to stay on the team, to try to contribute. So some friends and I signed up and went to basketball camp. You know, when you go away for a week in the summer to go to basketball camp. This was not any, like, everybody gets a trophy basketball camp. We went to West Point, the U.S. Army facility in West Point, New York, because there was this young coach there, a guy named Mike Krzyzewski, now you guys have heard of him since he had a something like 40-year run at Duke. But back then, he was a young head coach at Army, taking over after a couple, a couple of coaches from uh, another guy named Bobby Knight, who perhaps you've heard of from uh, Indiana fame. Anyway, the reason I mentioned basketball camp is that I was slightly older than my friends, so the smallest guy was with the next age group up. So my two friends, who were much taller than me, were in the younger basket. Like, so we were, I think I was 11 or 12 years old. They were 10 or 11 years old. And anyway, so here I am, clearly the smallest 12-year-old there. And you'd think I would have gotten my backside handed to me. But you know what? I learned how to work really hard. And if you need someone to teach kids how to do defensive slide drills, right now, I could do it for you. You know why? Because these coaches were tough coaches. Now, they weren't You know, they weren't on inappropriate. No one got threatened. No one got hurt, which I know was a reputation of Coach Knight later in his career. But back then, these were just tough coaches teaching drills, teaching skills, and making people work hard to proceed and progress and improve. And that's what we were doing. Later, when I was in high school, and obviously 5'6 was not going to be a varsity basketball player, I I was on the uh, soccer team the first year we had boys soccer in my school. So you know what happens when you start an athletic program when no kid has played the sport before? 
the team is pretty bad. So we had some pretty good athletes on the team, but no soccer skills whatsoever. Now, we did have a pretty good coach. He knew, he knew his stuff. He had come from somewhere else and he knew how to coach soccer. But he's coaching a bunch of kids who have, you know, run cross country or played baseball or played uh, basketball, but did not have soccer skills. Now, his name was Coach Kane, but we called him Coach Payne. You know why? Because he made us work really hard. We did drills and we ran and we practiced. And we were not the most talented soccer team. We were not the most skilled. We didn't make those pretty little dipsy doodle nutmeg plays like you might see on Ted Lasso, which I strongly recommend. You should all watch Ted Lasso if you have access to Apple TV. Anyway, I remember Coach Kane, and we call him Coach Payne, because he taught us to work hard and practice and do things that were uncomfortable so that in a game situation, we could excel and be better than we were before. The reason I mention this is that one of the highlights of my JG 13.1 was running with the two-hour pace group with Allison and Adam, who were absolutely fantastic pacers. They were locked on, and I think they finished in 159.30, you know, like bringing people across. So if they wanted to break two hours, they had a good shot at it. But I also ran with our good friend Nate from Harrisburg, PA. And this was one of those rare opportunities where Just Plain Dave stopped being kind and friendly and cheerleader and turned into that hard-nosed coach and said, you know what? Here's what we got to do. We got to toughen up. We got to be hard. We got to do hard things if we're going to achieve our goals. And, uh, and this great experience of running with friends and being out there and sharing a magical experience with Nate and the Pacers was absolutely wonderful. And it gave me this flashback to high school soccer circa 1986 and, uh, and basketball, before I was even in middle school, going to West Point and Army with my very good friends, oh, Jimmy Flanagan and Chris Giovino. Wow, I hadn't thought of them in ages. Thank you guys for helping me spark that memory. And, uh, and I hope everyone else had as wonderful a time in Atlanta as I did. So from the capital city of Providence, Rhode Island, this is Just Plain Dave. Happy trails, my friends, and enjoy your extra mile. Hey, Kevin and all my extra miler friends. This is Tim from Signal Mountain with a Galloway half recap. I just want to say, Kevin, thanks uh, for pulling everything together for us extra milers and Galloway run walkers uh, at the hotel. Uh, that was just a wonderful time. The meetups, the dinner just the socializing, that, that was even more fun than, than the run. I mean, we run every day, but to be able to see friends and see the folks that we hear about uh, through this podcast and have gotten to be friends with virtually, it was just wonderful to see people in the flesh and have a chance to talk to them and just uh, break bread with them. So it was really fun. Uh, I don't need to... For all of us that were there, I don't need to go into a lot of the gory details on the race and all other than it was cold, it was windy, the sun was in your eyes, but it was fantastic. Good weekend, good people. Uh, It is a nice course uh, to run. It's a good mix of downhills, uh, climbs, neat things to see, uh, you know, uh, with everybody 
all doing the same thing for the same love of running. I, I think the one thing I did see and uh, on this race or this weekend that I, I don't see at other races is how supportive everybody is of each other and what they're trying to accomplish. And then, you know, congratulating and, enjoy, you know, supporting their success at, after the race. Um, it, it's really pretty incredible. Uh, everybody was so supportive, so happy to see somebody uh, set PRs, and a number of people did. And, you know, Nate, congratulations. But everybody is geared up to help them. And I think it probably starts uh, with uh, Jeff Galloway and the way he is just a cheerleader for everyone there, standing there at the, you know, at the finish inside the, the building, having his pictures made. And uh, yeah, I stood there and, and just watched people come up and just say, Jane, you know, thanks, Jeff. Oh, it was great. I had a wonderful run. You know, I didn't hear anybody come in and say, oh, my Jeff, oh, that, that was a killer. That was a killer. I almost, I almost didn't make it. No, everybody was so happy, so thankful for Jeff. Jeff was just congratulating him. Thank you so much, you know. So, yeah, I think that's the highlight of the weekend. Everybody is so nice and so kind, and, I, you know, that's what makes this community so great. And uh, that's all I got to say. It was just fantastic weekend. So I look forward to getting together again with everybody and uh, everyone, you know, go out, put a smile on your face while you're running. Think about the weekend. Think about how much support there is from this community. That's all I got, Kevin. Thanks for everything. Cheers. Hey there, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is JD and this is a race update. Yeah, believe it or not, a real race update where I actually did the race. Huzzah! So today was the JG 13.1 virtual for me today. I literally just finished completing that and I'm very happy to say that I was sub three hours. So two hours, 53 minutes, and so many seconds. I don't remember the seconds. Um, not a time I would normally be uh, be bragging about, uh, but considering that today is March the 19th, and I literally started running again 19 days ago, I'm ecstatic. I, I couldn't be happier. Um, I did a 60-30 the entire way, which was 60 seconds walk, 30 seconds run. And uh, I was running on the run segment. Matter, according to Garmin, it says my best running pace was like 7.47 or something like that. So um, very, very happy with this. Um, happy with the sunshine. It's a gorgeous looking day here in South Central Pennsylvania. Not so much with the temperature. Uh, 23 degrees. 15 degrees with the wind chill and I'm here to tell you when that wind hit you in the face that was for real that was a for real 15 degree feel so I realize our folks in Minnesota and Canada and Montana and all the states that get really cold weather this time of year normally are going yeah okay that's called Thursday um, but 
it shouldn't be this cold here in March. Um, we should be getting into the into the upper 50s and low 60s at this point. And yeah, winter just does not want to go without a bang. So there it is. But that's all I've got. I'm gonna get home, grab a shower, uh, wear the shirt that uh, Jeff sent me yesterday with pride. Uh, I have the marathon, marathon, listen to me, half marathon medal uh, that will now um, get displayed and I can go ahead and put my last half marathon in the closet, which was bird in hand because I only have so much room for displaying things and so marathon medals get displayed and anything shorter than a marathon goes on a tie rack in a closet. So there it is. But uh, now I'm very happy with this. Uh, next race on the books for me is at the end of April, uh, and that's going to be a 5K. That's going to be the Nun Run. So more races coming up, but uh, now I'm really, really pleased with this. And I hear my buddy Nate uh, had some special news about his race today in Atlanta. So I'll let Nate tell you about that. Otherwise, this is JD from South Central Pennsylvania saying be well, be safe. And always enjoy your extra mile. Hi, Kevin. It's Bob from Largo, Florida. Long-time listener, first-time recorder or whatever we're going to call this. Just back from a great weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. Just a bit over 48 hours ago, I was layered up and shivering. Now I'm back in Largo, sitting outside by the pool and recording this message. Hey, thanks for everyone who contributed to that great Jeff Galloway weekend. Kevin, especially you. What a wonderful time to see and enjoy time with friends, many of whom I'd met before, some I knew but was meeting for the first time. I think the, uh, the race weekend overall was a wonderful success. I walked that hilly, chilly course in a little under three hours, so I'm happy with that. And I'm hoping to return to Run, Walk, Run later this summer. We'll see how that goes. I'll keep you informed. Hey, I've got springtime surprise coming up at Walt Disney World in mid-April. And that's pretty much it for a while. There's a fun run on July 4th in St. Petersburg, Florida. I want to take part in that. And earlier this morning, my friend Allie helped me register for the Walt Disney World Wine and Dine Weekend next November to be followed by another trip to Space Coast, probably the south half. We'll see. Hey, congratulations to everybody who met or beat their goal in Atlanta this weekend. I'm proud of all of you. You know, I look forward to seeing as many of you again as soon as I, get, I can. Until then, my friends, happy running. Hello, Extra Milers. This is Allison Bouvray from St. Louis. I'm sending this in post the JG Weekend. I learned a couple of things going to the JG Weekend and really making it a whole weekend. The first is how nourishing it is 
to be in a social environment with other J, uh, other Galloway runners, JG runners, and really sharing the joy both of running, but of really sharing with friends. Everything from rides to meals. Uh, one of the highlights for me was just sitting on Sunday evening and having Nate run through how he got his um, uh, 159 and broke the two hours for the half. So it was the community. Uh, I truly felt uh, it was a gift, and the races were just the icing on top. The second thing I found was I had a couple of different occasions to interact with Jeff, and I was so struck with how, even though there are many people around him, Jeff actually uh, sees me. I'm really being seen, and he is truly concentrating on me when he's speaking with me. What a wonderful gift. What a treasure. Uh, And third, I am so grateful that Kevin took the time to get us organized so we could have one big uh, get-together as a mix of different groups on Saturday night, and it was a wonderful experience to really get to sit and talk. Community is so important. We've come out of the pandemic, and I think Zoom has helped us so much, but boy, being in person is a whole nother level. Thank you, Kevin. I hope others in the extra mile get a chance to be embraced by their community locally and next year by everyone at the JG. Enjoy your extra mile. Hey, Kevin, all you extra milers. It's Nate from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, calling in with a JG 13.1 race report. I am overjoyed to share that after all these years I have finally passed and accomplished a big hairy and audacious goal of getting a sub to our half marathon. I, as you all know, I was one of the original guinea pigs for customized training and I just was able to finally accomplish that goal of a 159.09. So I beat it by 50 seconds. And I am beyond thrilled and overwhelmed with joy. I have so many lessons. I could make this recording for the whole time, uh, but I want to keep it short and sweet. So. First of all, I just want to thank each of you for your support. Uh, Specifically, I got a shout out, Dave, just plain Dave, and of course, Coach Chris. And I also have to say that with Adam 
pacing Adam and Allison, pacing the two-hour group. That was amazing. But Dave, you are the man. You knew what to say and when to say it to pull out what you and everybody else knew was there inside me. And as I look back, there's so many things that I learned. One is that we have to learn from both our success and our failures. And I don't mean failure, ultimate failure. That's only when we give up. But when I tried for two hours at bird in hand, that emotion I felt of feeling like I failed Dave, just playing Dave, and that I failed coach was one that I did not want to feel at Atlanta. And so when it came down to it, I was able to overcome some of the obstacles. So they were nutrition and hydration. I changed my nutrition and I did okay with hydration, but I was fully hydrated before, which caused a potty stop. But even that, I was able to, I don't think I faced any consequences of being dehydrated. So I learned from one of the things that prevented me from getting the two hour half at bird in hand was my nutrition. I just did not have it to dig in to before uh, when I needed it. So I changed that and I improved that. I didn't have a, an ability to run downhill very well. So coach changed my schedule and had me do downhill running. And that was huge. Remember there was one spot where there's this big downhill, I don't know, mile 10 or 11. And I was able to catch up and pass the, the two hour pace group to give a little bit of a buffer. Um, and at this point I was kind of suffering a little bit. Um, but because of my downhill running, practicing in my customized training, I was able to do it. Um, also, I did not listen to music. That was another lesson I took from Bird in Hand. And so I just wanna say that I am so grateful for this community, the Extra Mile community, the customized community, just amazing. And Jeff Galloway, I got several conversations with him. He gave me some encouragement of, as I'm a mental health professional on how I can bring it to my clients more. So I just wanted to tell Kevin and all you extra milers that you guys are amazing and I can't wait till bird in hand to do it again. I appreciate each of you and you guys go enjoy your extra mile. Nate from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Hello, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is Tom calling from Carborough, North Carolina with my part B, which I promised back all the way back in late November or early December, I forget. So, um, and I was going to end up talking about all the little uh, races I did back then, but uh, time has passed. So I don't know if I wanna, I wanna be a little bit more current. Currently I am training for the uh, Flying Pig Half Marathon. And this is kind of on my own. And um, I don't know, I don't feel like I've been as uh, strong a runner 
lately uh, since since I did New York, but I've maintained my four day a week schedule. It just seems that maybe it's just age. I just feel like I'm slowing down just a tinge. Um, but I'm doing well. But uh, for the future, I've signed up for a customized training with uh, Chris Twiggs, which I'm hoping to start in, uh, middle, in the middle of May. Um, and that will be, and then I'll be looking forward to uh, doing my very first Bird in Hand half marathon. Still have to figure out the logistics, but I do have a, a hotel booked. So um, that is coming up. And then, uh, then I'll do one of my favorite races, which is uh, the Richmond Half Marathon. Um, have not been doing too many local races yet. Um, y- not yet, but I have not been. And uh, not planning on, I'm not going to be doing uh, the Tar Heel 10 Miler for the first time in a few years, minus the pandemic. But um, anyway, uh, on another topic in terms of the uh, winning, I've been doing having a a Thursday running group with some friends, and a lot of them have not been running much lately. So we, we kind of incorporate that. So last week and the week before, we did... 10 seconds of walking and then 30 seconds, I mean, 10 seconds of running and 30 seconds of walking with a kind of a walking warm up. So I guess we, it's actually winning can be very good for those who haven't been running much and don't necessarily have the, as much endurance to run. And a lot of my friends who used to be more regular runners are um, not doing it as much, but it seems to work very well. Anyway, that's uh, an, an update, my update, and I hope you enjoy your extra mile. Bye-bye. Workout resumed. So hello, everybody. Carlos here in Santa Fe, New Mexico, just heading to Trader Joe's for some vital supplies, a six pack of beer and a bottle of sparkling rosé and a lemon. We bought a nice piece of salmon yesterday and we really missed having a lemon. So I have been sent out to get some vital supplies. It was nice to see all your uh, videos from Atlanta the other day at the JG 13.1 or as they say the half marathon Uh, I think uh, JD is racing this weekend maybe not this weekend but very soon Time six minutes. Today is Distance five hundred seventy three point ten meters. Snowing. Workout average pace ten minutes twenty six seconds per kilometer. As I cross the tracks of the rail runner, the train that brought us here from Albuquerque. Excellent train service they have here for seniors. It was a dollar each for over a hundred miles of distance 
Well, my, maybe that was 100 kilometers of distance, but a heck of a long way. The buses are very good here in Santa Fe as well. Day pass for seniors, one dollar. Go anywhere you want in Santa Fe for one dollar. Anyway, the snow is coming down now. It's changed from dandruff to light flakes. But I can Time see that it's falling. Distance 672.17 meters. Workout average pace 10 minutes 23 seconds per kilometer. It's falling slowly, which means that it's not wet snow. But the weather here in New Mexico, because we're at 2,000 meters, that is higher than Denver. This is higher than the mile high city of Denver, Colorado. This is 2,200 meters above sea level. It's taken us a whole week to acclimate to the rarefied atmosphere. But it's a lot of fun. We have rented an Airbnb and uh, we're planning to do small outings from here. We don't drive. We don't rent a car, but we do take the bus. Time, eight minutes. Distance, 770.72 meters. Workout average pace, 10 minutes, 21 seconds per kilometer. Uh, Samantha is very, very specific about distance because uh, anything under a kilometer, she'll give us the meters to a precise level, up to a thousand. And then she will start saying one kilometer, 1.05 kind of thing. Anyway, I'm gonna stop talking now because I've reached St. Francis Drive and uh, the traffic is gonna get quite noisy now. This is a six lane highway and I can almost see my destination at Trader Joe's. So to Kevin and all the wonderful people Time nine minutes. at the Extra Mile. This is the running jackal saying bye bye for now and uh, keep training for whatever you're training for. Bye bye. Greetings, Kevin and all you extra milers. This is Chris in Virginia Beach checking in with a race report. It is Saturday, March 4th, and I'm currently uh, in my car in the parking lot uh, waiting for to get a little bit closer to start time for the Maritime 5K here in Newport News, Virginia. Uh, left the house at about 6 a.m. to uh, drive over here from Virginia Beach. Took about an hour. Um, actually a little less than an hour, no traffic that early in the morning, but um, sitting here in the car waiting to uh, head out. When I walked out of my house, I was a little concerned I overdressed. Uh, I did put long sleeve Under Armour on because the forecast was calling for wind um, and the temperature is going to drop a little bit throughout the morning. Uh, but back in Virginia Beach, when I walked out of the house, it was still like 62 degrees and I was like, uh-oh. Uh, but fortunately, you get there early enough, you can always shed the extra layers if you need to. Uh, but I got here to Newport News and was glad I had the long sleeves on. It is pretty windy. Um, 
temperature's in the 50s, uh, but it's a cool breeze, uh, so I'm going to stick with the long sleeves for the race. Um, just kind of wanted to check in beforehand. Um, feeling good this morning. The the goal is still sub 30. Uh, I think I got it in me. Um, not sure what run-walk ratio I'm going to use. I'm thinking 90-30, um, and if I need to get a little extra time in the last mile, we may skip a walk break or two um, just to get it. Um, but I really feel like barring any issues on the course, uh, that sub 30 should happen. Uh, but we'll see. You never know. And you never count your chickens before they hatch, but that's it for pre-race. Uh, I will check in again after the race is over and let you know how this thing went. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Now to pause and refresh. For your convenience, we have an attractive refreshment stand in the lobby with buttered popcorn, golden good and hot from the popper, your favorite candies, wholesome and rich with a flavor treat for every taste, ice cream and other good things to eat, plus delicious Coca-Cola. So bright and bracing with the tang and tingle un by any other beverage. Enjoy ice-cold Coca-Cola at our refreshment stand right now. All right, well, uh, Kevin and all you extra milers, uh, this is part two of my race report from the Maritime 5K in Newport News. I am in the car heading home on what has become a beautiful but windy morning. Um, interestingly enough, after warming up, once I got out of the car, I decided to shed the long sleeves for the race and was really glad I did because... Um, yeah, I would have been uncomfortably warm if I'd kept them on. So, there's that. Uh, 700 runners in this race. Um, really wasn't sure uh, exactly what to expect. I hadn't run it before. I knew it was flat course, but everything around here is flat. Um, well marked. 95% um, of it plenty wide, so traffic really wasn't an issue as far as uh, getting around people or being having room to walk. Uh, I ended up using 90-30 for the duration and um, had a really, really good run. Um, mile one clicked off at 9.03, um, which had me in great shape as long as I didn't uh, crash and burn at the end. Um, so I was like, and I really, in my mind, I was like, if I can hold that for even one more mile, um, a lot can happen in mile three and I'm still good. Uh, so mile two clicked off at 8.57. Uh, so I was right there, that nine minute mile range, feeling really good. Um, started to feel a little bit of fatigue once mile three started, but it really didn't, uh, had no effect on my pace. Mile three clicked off right at nine even. Um, according to my watch, the course was 3.17, but it was a 
certified course, so that's uh, a few extra hundreds of a mile just weaving around and not taking the uh, tangents, um, but whatever. Uh, the good news for me, my goal was sub-30. I uh, still don't have my chip time yet, uh, but my Garmin time was 28.36, um, and I have no doubt that my chip time is under 30 because... Uh, based on gun time, I can't cross the line at like 30 minutes and 30 some seconds, and my corral started two minutes after the gun, so uh, chip time should be pretty close to what my watch had. I've never seen a huge discrepancy between the two, but safe to say, mission accomplished, sub 35k, um, really exceeded my expectations on what I could pull off today. Uh, I thought 29 was possible, but it wasn't really didn't think I could go under 29. So, feel good driving back to Virginia Beach. Um, and that was the Maritime 5K in Newport News, Virginia. Uh, part of the One City Marathon weekend. I hope you all are doing well, staying safe, and enjoying your extra mile. This is Chris in Virginia Beach. See ya. Well, there you go, episode 212 of the Extra Mile Podcast. Good stuff, huh? I told you. Uh, first of all, I'd like to congratulate my good friend Caroline, or as most of us know her by, Peter's wife, for condensing some six months of her running updates into a six-minute submission. That's how it's done. And listen, can't you just hear the excitement in JD's voice being able to run again. We've all been there, injured and not been able to run, and it feels so good uh, when, when you're able to get back to it. Makes you really, really appreciate and cherish this running thing we do. In fact, JD feels so good about it that he's back podcasting his JD's Big Fat Running Journey podcast. So either Google that or feel free to check out the show notes and I'll put a link. And uh, I believe he's just added episode four, so you've got some catching up to do. And on the subject of podcasts, I finally got a submission from my good friend Bob down in Florida. Bob runs the Rise and Run podcast, and that is well worth your time as well. Um, Bob is almost back to running, as you heard after some injury issues and he somehow managed to walk the JG half I don't know he was at least a minute maybe closer to two minutes faster than I ran it now I want to be clear about this I could have beaten Bob in this race I could have but it would have brought back painful memories of Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding so I passed on that good on you Bob and uh, it was great to break bread with you again this year. And what can I say about Nate, our lovable guinea pig from back in July of 2013?
um, we put out there for the Galloway edition of the Extra Mile to Half Marathon edition, we put out there requests for three runners to join us on our uh, on our journey toward the finish line. And um, I, 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 I'm embarrassed to say how many people we got actually um, request to be a part of this. I'm, embarrassed is probably the wrong word. I feel terrible that we weren't able to let everybody in because the response was off the charts. In fact, podcast not being obviously not being live, and we have people who are listening to that first episode even today, even though it's been out for two or three weeks, who are still requesting to be part of this and just haven't heard that, that we've picked our, our three runners yet. So um, we have picked our three runners. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to introduce our listeners to each one of them, talk very briefly with them, and then um, send them on their way and get them back here get them back here in another couple of weeks and see what, how things are going. Um, you'll recall that we had three categories that we were looking for. The first category was someone who had never run a half marathon in their lives before. The second category is someone who has run a half marathon but had never used the Galloway run-walk-run training method. And then our third category was someone who wanted, wanted to run a half using run-walk-run and set a PR. Uh, run faster than they had ever run before uh, a half marathon. So with that in mind, first of all, I'm going to go around the table and, and, and uh, say hello to each runner, and then we'll come back individually and talk very briefly with each one, if that's all right. Category number two, our second runner is a runner who has run half marathons before, or at least marathon, we'll get into that, and, um, but never used the Galloway run-walk-run before. Uh, Mr. Nate Wagner. Nate how are you doing this morning? Hi, Chris. Afternoon, I should say. Hi, Chris. It's or Chris and Kevin. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So tell me um, a little bit about your background. Well, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, actually, just driving down 81, and it's nice and hot like it is in Ohio, I'm sure. And uh, it's beautiful out here. Um, and I... And uh, my running background, um, I've run about five half marathons and ran a marathon last year. So I've been doing this for a little while. And you have a, um, um, you, you've run a half marathon, what's your PR in, in the low twos? Right? Um, it's 218.40. you got to put that 40 in there, you know. You gotta, not necessarily. <laughs> All right, so good for you. So with, in your category, here's what I'm interested in. Um, how, long, how many years have you been running, Nate? Um, I would say about uh, about five five years probably. Okay. Five years and in, in, in about five half marathons, and yet um, never using run walk run. Uh, why right. is that? You obviously have some reservations or concerns about it, or do you? Um, just that stigma of you know, kind of like you hear a lot. I just don't want to. People think walking is is getting the easy way out, and. Uh, I just decided that I needed, you know, that that was my main reservation is, you know, real, real, they, they say, um, you know, just you got to run the whole way through. That's the only way. My goal is to run the whole way through and not take any walk breaks. Right. Um, somehow that walking is cheating or something. So I, I bought into that a little bit too much, I think, in the last five years. So, yeah. Um, tell me, what, if, comparing this, um, training cycle. Is there anything different that you're looking for or expecting 
from some of the other training cycles you've used in, in the past where you did not take walk breaks? I mean, are you expecting anything better or different? Well, I, I, I've already experienced um, little to no, like, fatigue after my, my long runs. Uh, I did five-mile run-walk last Friday, and I was kept expecting, you know, I don't know, it's to hurt or something, and I didn't have any of that. All day at work, I was all kinds of energy, and it was, it was awesome. Good. So that's Good. what I'm expecting is to not have as much... You know, actually go, going further, because uh, we'll talk more about that, but just enjoying uh, not being so fatigued. Who would have thought all Nate needed to do to run fast was to walk a little? Thanks to Tom from North Carolina for spreading the word about gwinning. At this rate, I think that I can see the light at the end of the retirement tunnel for me and uh, I hope and pray that it's just not an oncoming train Tom I hope to see you this year at the Flying Pig is anyone else coming to in town for the Flying Pig here in Cincinnati let me know anyway I think that's all I have thanks very much for the download thanks for the submissions and a special thanks to all of those who made this year's Jeff Galloway race weekend. Maybe the most special race in my 40 year running life. For those of you who celebrate, and I certainly do, I wish you a very blessed and happy Easter. And until the next time, y'all enjoy your extra mile. Thanks for joining us on the Extra Mile Podcast. Please visit our website at www.theextramilepodcast.com to see the show notes for this episode of the podcast. You can email us with your feedback about the show at theextramilepodcast at gmail.com and if you'd like to send us your audio comments to let us know how your training is going then please send an audio file to theextramilepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks very much for downloading the show and we look forward to joining you again soon on the next edition of the Extra Mile Podcast. Hey folks, this is Barry White, the Love Doctor, and you're listening to the Extra Mile Podcast. Oh, baby. Or if you would prefer, I can also do Lurch today. Uh...